All right. Wherever you may be listening, whatever you may be doing, welcome to this week's episode, the first ever episode of The Sustaining Artist. I'm Shoney Shukri, and this podcast is brought to you by Locked in the Attic Productions, cut together by Patrick Shearer in our Locked in the Attic studio in Astoria, New York. However, we are here in North Hollywood today, and I'm joined by YouTube sensation, actor, comedian, Mr. Sean Soilbay Whaling. How you doing, Sean? So good. How you about re- you? I'm good. You ready to do the show? Oh, I'm ready. All right, let's go. Let's do it. My day job is making me older. In my suits look like they are loners. And I hate the things I do. So excuse me if I'm rude to you. All right, Sean. How's your morning been? So good. Where are you coming from? I'm coming from Santa Monica. Santa my new, Monica. My new spot. How uh, how long did it take you to drive over here? Uh, thirty minutes. And you left it's the typical. house at like nine ish. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah, too bad. Not bad. Yeah. No. Not too bad. I'm learning how to leave early from my house wherever <laughs> I go early. in LA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just dive right into this YouTube video. Let's when do I it. when I first met you, um, you you brought up that you. Um, you kind of had a lot of success on that. Was it YouTube or was it Facebook? It was Facebook. So it's a um, Facebook video. Right. Everybody thought it was through YouTube at first, but what the goal was um, with that video was to show everybody back home my my work life and my job I was at and doing at the time. 24 million hits? And on Facebook, yeah, 24, 24 million. million. Yeah, That's a lot it of got, people. It got picked up on a, on a page that was popular, I guess popular all over the world because all of a sudden I had friend requests raining in from everywhere, every continent almost, like one person here and there. It was really bizarre. So right. I guess like the page was just viewed by a lot of people, and they shared it through Facebook. And, um, yeah, and I got a lot of phone calls and a lot of a lot of friends out of it. So Let's talk about the video. So you're yeah. in Northern California. Mm-hmm. You're on a farm, a weed farm. You're growing weed. Yeah. And you shot the video. First of all, what were you doing in Northern California on a weed farm? So, yeah. So, back home. Where's uh, home? Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. So, about right above Pittsburgh, right in the mm-hmm. snow belt area where everybody loves to leave home because it's so cold and <laughs> snowy. Um, I definitely miss home, but um, I had to leave for the sake of, like, full-time work. And um, what happened was I had the opportunity to grow cannabis legally out here because I might have been doing it illegally back home <laughs> for a couple of years, trying it out and, you know, trying to get good at uh, gardening. Um, I had a garden also back home that was full of things, not cannabis, but mm-hmm. I um, had the opportunity to come out here and do that. And uh, through a friend um, from high school, he ended up on a farm as like a geneticist. Where know. was the farm? Where was it? Um, right above, right on the line of most like the Humboldt line mm-hmm. where the Redwoods started. And um, I was right above like Willits, California, which it's an old, you know, Redwood town where they used to, you know, do all the tree cutting and everything up there back in the day. But so it's definitely changed to the uh, the cannabis community, you know, since the 60s and the hippies all moved up there and start growing pot and then you know it just became a huge industry obviously mm-hmm. up until today and i was there for the last year of the the you know the good years so now it's all 
It's not easy. Slowing it's down up there. Yeah, it's very, it's rough because what was I was. average day like as a weed farmer? It was. Cannabis farmer. It was slave labor. It was definitely like if you were growing or if you were, you know, tending to the fields, you were basically working 7 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. Like it was almost like 12, 14 hour days most times. How many days a week? Every day. Every day? Yeah. I'd never, I would never have a day off. And I would like, I would enjoy it, you know, working outside and being able to work with the earth was kind of like God sent, you know, like mm-hmm. good job for me at the time. But was the it got good? to be too much. No, um, the, the way it works up there is that if you commit to like, you know, growing a crop, then at the end of the year, you get your, your wages from what you grow. You get paid annually? Yeah. So you don't get a weekly or Nothing. monthly Nothing. I got it stipend as far as like grocery money goes, right. and I got a shower maybe once a week. So you which went full was, hippie up there. Oh, full hippie. I right. was living with the hippies for a while, and it was it was nice. But um, I definitely stood out on my own with the video, and you know, created a name for myself. Was Be- this your first time putting a video up on the internet? Yeah, and I thought because I saw all these people sharing, pu- you know, pictures of plants with the buds and everything. Right. You know the those Instagram profiles that are all about, you know, the pot. And I guess, like, I saw that happening, so I figured let me do something a little different and dance around on the camera like I've done (laughs) since I was a little boy. Um, You could ask my mom, and she's got all the home videos dancing like Michael Jackson. And um, I just thought, let me post a video of me showing the, uh, the life of a farmer, and it was really well received because I was having a fun time. The video was funny. I was avoiding the work that was so obviously, you know, necessary <laughs> right. every day. And that's what made it funny. I was poking fun at the, um, the you know, the hard work that it is. Right. And, and obviously just you weren't a break. expecting to get 24 million no, when you posted it. No, not at all. When did it happen? I so ch- you posted the video, we'll say, how long before the video got It crashed? took off like within a week. I mean, it was every day got 100,000 more views. Mm-hmm. And then my boss, the leader, the head of the the Emerald Cup, I will I will say his name is um, Tim Blake. Right. Which he's, you know, well, well-known guy in the... Um, Mr. Blake has been in the industry for a long time. He started, you know, back in the 70s. And so he was pretty surprised and very happy that it got all that traction. And he kept telling me every day, like, it's going up another 100,000 views. And just loving that I was getting praise for the positive, <laughs> you know, happy right. farmer guy yeah. who was working for him. And uh, it got some press. I did, like, an interview from Brooklyn. Somebody called me, a mar- modern farmer called me from Brooklyn. And I did an interview on the phone. And right. then uh, a couple of newspapers, you know, online things, you know, interviewed me out on the Right. So the 24 coast up million there too. hits, do you make money off that? I did not. Um, not if it a- was, if I linked it through YouTube is the point um, I was saying, like, I would have probably got a check from YouTube because I know they send out, you know, right. so Facebook nothing, not- nothing big, but like something for... So zero dollars. Zero. Out. Until at the end of the year, I did get enough... Um, enough people to like take interest in what I was doing I got a call for um, a commercial that I like wrote and produced myself like all of my videos and they just kind of let me do what I wanted to do and I asked for about $5,000 mm-hmm. which helped me move here 
because um, I like I I didn't get as much money as I thought from the farm, which was not surprising. I um, you know, it was a hard year. Um, you know, you always as a farmer up there too. Like it's a lot of complications that happen during the year, so it was very interesting. And um, I took my money and I got that you know money from the commercial that I did, mm-hmm. and I decided to move to LA. Where did you shoot the commercial? Right on the farm. Oh, on the farm. Yeah. So when what when uh, did the video go viral? Uh, that was March or no May of uh, like early in the year like in the spring of 2017. So now like okay. two years ago. Right. And when did you move? To, uh, well, first of all, why did yeah. you decide to move to LA? That's part of the reason. Like I always wanted to live in LA and right. try the acting thing. So and, you're an actor. Right? Yeah. And so I, you moved to LA right soon yeah. after that in 2017. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of theater before I left home, like community theater. And gotcha. I wanted to be an actor still in my 30s, you know, as I was back home and then um when i had the job opportunity and then the the uh, you know the fame the 15 minutes came from soil bay right i was like really excited that like i i was entertaining people and i people like liked me you know right being on camera so i that kind of solidified the goal that i had to move here and i almost was looking at seattle because i also play music a little bit too and i just wanted to be creative out here mm-hmm. still. So I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go back to the snow. And I just thought, I'm going to live on the coast somewhere. And I got a hold of a friend, and she asked me to move in with her uh, in the valley. So I moved to Encino. I went from Mendocino to Encino, which was pretty cool. Nice. And So you moved down here. You had five grand in the bank. Yeah. Well, more than that, I had like... Probably ten grand from the the farm, all right. cash in my truck. <laughs> I slept in my truck from moving from Seattle down here, like right. uh, living that hippie life still until I moved to L.A. So you got here summer twenty seventeen. Yeah, uh, no, um, it was March. It was like around the same time, but the following oh, year. Oh, a year. So in, yeah, March twenty eighteen. Yeah. So you've been here a year and a half. <laughs> yep. How's L.A. treating you? Good. The reason I, mean, I wanted to bring you on the. Um, as the first episode was, you know, when yeah. I met you, my opinion, I just moved to LA myself, mm-hmm. and uh, my opinion of you was, this is a very honest man living in a very false environment. Yeah, and, I feel it every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's hard. Someone asked me the other day, well, what's LA like? And I'm like, well, it's paradise, but it's not, it's, mm-hmm. the, the people can't drive, the traffic isn't as bad as I thought it was going That's to be. That's what I thought too. But the thing that bothers me most about LA, like coming from 14 years in New York to here, is yeah. people are a little like fake. Just like people told me, people yeah. are fake here. Yep. Um, like, and people suck at small talk. Right. Like the other, last year when the Rams were in the Super Bowl, this is just an example of uh-huh. like how I find people in LA. I, I'm sitting and there's a guy next to me wearing a Rams hat mm-hmm. a week before the Super Bowl the Rams played the Patriots yeah. so I just turned to him and I said oh man who's going to win the Super Bowl you know Rams going to win mm-hmm. and he just looked at me like blank 
Yeah. He's like, how am I supposed to He's know? not used to people talking to him. Yeah. He's like, what kind of question is that? How <laughs> yeah. am I, I'm not psychic. How am I, I'm like, dude, Weird. just shut the fuck up. It was a, it was a rhetorical question because, first of all, the Patriots are going to win. Yeah, exactly. And they did. Yeah. Um, but that, I'm like, I had a UPS guy one day, and I just said to him, I'm like, oh, what? I opened the door. I go, what a beautiful day. You know, the yeah. weather's great today. He goes, what were you expecting? It's yeah. L.A. You, you thought it was going to be raining, hail, Jeez. snow in August and He's LA. having a bad day. Yeah, maybe. Every day. Yeah. So <laughs> but I don't get it either. I don't, that's like the ultimate form of disrespect is when you say something to somebody and they like ignore you or or it just, yeah, so like what, bad attitudes. I, I've never lived in a big city, so this is my first experience. Right. And I've been to New York more times in LA mm-hmm. just visiting, but um, I never experienced like the masses and like how people treat each other like that. It's yeah. interesting. Have you ever seen, and then like Instagram people like is false everywhere. Right. But in LA even more. So like, did you ever see the movie super by James Gunn with Rain Wilson and Ellen Page? No, it's a comic book kind of movie. Oh, and nice. It's about this guy with no superpowers, but he becomes a superhero. Okay. And there's a line in it. Um, it's Ellen Page is talking to Rain Wilson and they're talking about comic books and yeah. how no one sees what happens in between the frames. Oh, yeah. And Instagram is like Feels that. Like you that. don't see what's happening in between the frames. So, like, people are posting pictures of them with the sunset or, like, yeah. all these, you know, they're all yeah. these beautiful pictures of themselves doing amazing things. Yeah. But you don't really see what's really going yeah. on. Like, so, these beautiful girls on Instagram <laughs> and you're like, who's taking these pictures? <laughs> is it... Uh, yeah. Is it their boyfriend? Is it their, I don't know, is yeah. it their Tinder date? Like, Maybe we're still thinking everything. But yeah, there's, <laughs> so bringing you on, it was yeah. like, well, let's find out what's going on between the frames of yeah, Sean Whaling and good, how you sustain as an artist. That's a good point. So you've been here a year and a half. The 10 grand probably did not cover you for the last 18 months. So what have you been doing? No, um, You've been looking for active did help. Yeah. jobs. Yeah, I've been like doing odd jobs and stuff like trying to be the server restaurant um guy that How's I, that I was out? back home good i mean i've bartended back home i've um i've served back home for i'd say about five years total because i did i did all kinds of jobs back home um and uh what i was told trying to be an actor out here you should you know do the acting um with the serving and the restaurant work because it's flexible and mm-hmm. so i figured oh, i'll get back into that it's very hard you know, especially with like only having East Coast credentials, and mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I proved myself at a few places, but I've had trouble at a few places too, and um, that's not, ex- you know, I'm not surprised by that because I know businesses don't last, and I've I've helped start a few places, I've been at a few, um, you know things where I, I thought it was going to work out and it didn't and that's fine because I'm pretty much like used to that from the farm now you mm-hmm. know like it kind of was good that California has been a struggle because it's like it's changed me in a good way like yeah made me grow up I had a friend visiting last week and he he totally sees me like maturing that's good. I, if you can call it that, <laughs> from right. where I was back home, which is like I've always been like a free spirit and like whatever kind of guy, like just right. happy. Got know? it. Well, that and know. that's what the video, you know, kind of showed, which is cool that the soil bay thing has expressed my personality a little bit, like who I am. But yeah, everybody, it's hilarious because Instagram and between the frames and everything, like the best part is that people think I'm some 
like rich guy that's living in <laughs> right. LA. Like, right. what is he doing? Like, he left the farm and he, he's now he's like acting and he's in a movie. <laughs> What's going on? Like, he's a background guy. Uh, he's he's talking like he's not just dancing with his shirt off. Like, you know, right. it's a lot of changes for people to take. And it's good for me because it's, I'm trying to show who I am still on the gram. Right. And I want to be real and honest and, you know, like you said, I'm trying to be an honest guy. And it's hard, but, um, you know, I'm I'm always, you know, positive and things are working out lately here and there. Mm-hmm. But I've also, yeah, gotten into a lot of trouble <laughs> in California, too. I never got in trouble back home. I was always super chill, like... Under the radar kind of guy, right? The LAPD, they've been yeah. Uh, you. Oh yeah, what they, happened? They watch me. No, uh, <laughs> they're probably listening right now. Yeah, be careful. Um, they. Uh, it was interesting leaving the farm because at first I didn't get paid because the the crop had to be sold and everything. Mm-hmm. So there was a period of time when I had to go home and get off the mountain and go see family and get, just get out of there for a little bit because I was there all year, every day working. And this um, was totally avoidable, but I drove up to Seattle because my cousin wanted to go home for Thanksgiving with me. Uh, he grew up in Alaska, actually. He's my, my, my cousin that's my same age, so we get along. We have gotten along in the past. And uh, he doesn't like me really right now because we got in a little bit of trouble driving home. And I went from uh, Seattle all the way to Pennsylvania in you drove? Yeah, in his like car. We mm-hmm. borrowed his mom's car because it was a nice car. To, and I just left my truck up there because my mountain truck was beat beat to hell. And I took a little uh, like pot from the area. Like I was like, I got a little um, marijuana from town, and I was just like, because I couldn't take any from uh, my farm. Um, just trying to be, you know, party guy back home. Mm-hmm. So I. I thought I was Hunter S. Thompson, I guess, driving across the country. And I I also had uh, um, some Molly, or what I thought was Molly. Just in you or on you? On me. Right. Yeah, not in me. <laughs> I didn't put anything anywhere or, right. you know, to hide it that that well. I wasn't oh, no, I mean, did you take it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, I took it. Yeah, I kind of like. on Molly is probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was her fault. No, um, but uh, what I did was, um, and I also had a little LSD, which you don't you don't drive with that kind of stuff. Like it's just not smart. But I had a rough year, and I had the f- like. I guess I thought I was famous because of Soil Bay. Oh, so the video had already dropped at this. Oh point. Yeah, was, yeah, it was. I was like already <laughs> well known for months and months, and I just was excited to get home. I was going to share those things with my family and friends. Because uh, my father, he got sick a while back with the cancer, and he that that's kind of what helped me get into growing was um, helping him because he was right. sick, and then he mm-hmm. needed he's actually qualified for medical, gotcha. you know, and, and he lives mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, which they are medical now, but he uh, he kind of you know needs it, so I was gonna take a little bit home for him, and I was and I had baked some brownies. Okay, because I like to bake. I'm good. So you at have it. a lot of drugs in the car. Yeah, a lot. And right. uh, it was it wasn't <laughs> like a lot. I think like it wasn't like pounds of weed or anything. If that's what people think, I'm driving out of right. You know, 
Mendocino with. But anyways, it was just enough to get pulled over in Ohio, which is probably one of the worst states to get oh, pulled I, over. Why in. were you pulled over in the first place? Uh, it was like Thanksgiving, going into Thanksgiving weekend. Were you speeding? So Yeah, I was like 10 miles over the speed limit. All right. And it was like the last 200 miles of the trip because it was like a 2,500-mile trip. Mm-hmm. So I was like anxious to get there, and I guess I was like going over the speed limit a couple miles. I also looked like a mountain man. With the beard and the long hair, and so, yeah, I should have shaved before I drove. But I, I didn't. I wouldn't say I got profiled. I just um, definitely was driving too fast. And then my cousin was sleeping. Oh, the story gets even better. My cousin was sleeping, and he, and I'm waking him up like, "Hey, we're getting pulled over," and that was like the one thing we didn't want to do the whole trip because we knew it was in the car and. Uh, where were the drugs in the back seat? Yeah, it was all like back, you know, locked up or whatever. They were mm-hmm. in bins or something. I wasn't, I didn't have it out. But <laughs> he uh, he woke up freaking out. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> like that's how he woke up. I had to wake right. him in the passenger seat. And uh, I mean, he was upset because um, he had a gun in the car. And that's gun. what, yeah, and that's what made it all. Where, on him? Where was that? It was gun? actually behind my seat, behind the driver's seat. Just on the floor? Yeah, it was like easy, accessible. Like, so the cops were like, was what the hell are these guys or was doing? It just sitting there. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was in sitting a bag. Sitting on the ground. No, oh, it, was in the sitting, bag. it was in a bag. But okay. It could have been grabbed. Like, Did he have a license and, to carry? Not in Ohio, probably. No, right? no, no. Yeah. No, he grew up like in Alaska, so. Right. He's used to, you know, firearms. Gotcha. And I told him not to bring it. I was like, dude, we do not need a gun, <laughs> especially with all these what drugs the in the car. What was the reason bringing uh, the gun? The um, just wanted to have a just, gun? you know, I guess, like, love the guy, but, like, you know, typical whatever conservative Republican. It never occurred to me. He oh, wants, I'm gonna, I better get a gun. I'm he driving wants, across the country. He's got to have his guns <laughs> on him. And I'm like, I'm not a, like, I've used guns, but I'm not a gun guy. Right. And I'm just like, okay. Wait, I, you've I used to, guns in what sense? Um, Pennsylvania deer hunting. Oh, okay. Yeah, back right. in, when I was growing up. And so I've been raised to, you know, handle guns, but I never drive with them, you know, mm-hmm. with a bunch of drugs in the car. Right. So that didn't look good to the cops. And um, How many cops were was in the, the car, too? Um, yeah. Just one guy? Just, yeah, a couple of them. And they got us out, and then uh, he told them about the gun, and um, I, I was honest with, you know. Wait, so the cop pulled, well, you pulled the window down, what did the cop say? Well, it was, I mean, we were all obviously smoking marijuana, too. Oh, he too. could smell the Yeah, marijuana. he could smell it. Okay. And I don't know. It's just like me. There I go being a nice guy again, like letting my, like, I didn't really want to smoke in the car, but I gave into it because mm-hmm. we shouldn't have been, you know, driving with all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it really, like, messed my life up. It really um, made me think because I never got arrested before. And then next Why thing I know. Why were you arrested? Because the... He found the weed? Yeah. I mean, well, he smelled that, and then when he he put me in the back of the cop car, and then he asked my cousin to get out, and he's getting out of the car saying that there's a gun in the car, you know, because they're asking, like, what else is in the car? He says, there's a gun, because we know we're going to get searched, I guess. Right. But we didn't really oh, test God. our rights. Uh, anyways, like, it was a mess, and then... Um, as we're getting driven to the barracks, I, I'm in the back seat going, you know, you're going to find a little bit, you know, marijuana in the car. <laughs> like, there's a little bit more in there than 
than you probably think. <laughs> and these guys, I we watched them. We we're in the back of the cop car, and I watched them like tear apart the car. And this is Thanksgiving, know. right? Yeah, it was the day before Thanksgiving, so we thought we were going to be arraigned right, right. away. Mm-hmm. And uh, how we, long were you in jail for? Three days. Oh, was there other people in the cell? Yeah, like twenty. Were they nice to you? Yeah, they were decent, but everybody was just. Um, I don't know. It's just the first time I ever got put in a jail cell, and uh, I hadn't seen my family all year. And they, and there are places were sat for the dinner table for Thanksgiving oh dinner. God. And who did you call and tell? I you had were to in call. Jail? Yeah, I had to call my parents and tell me you were in jail in Ohio. Yeah, and I was pretty bummed, and uh, we were both bummed. He was pissed at me because I was driving over the speed limit, and like, right? Well, know, it's you, my you fault. Know, it was my fault. I you mean, shouldn't have had a gun in the car either. Exactly. And I told him I was like, dude, well, were you more you were more trouble for the gun than the drugs? Um. Yeah. I mean, we were both like, I got our wrists slapped because. I don't know. We both paid about a thousand bucks in fines. Right. Each. Was there bullets in the gun? No. But there it was wasn't loaded. In the car? Yeah, there was. It was. It did have a clip somewhere, but right. it wasn't loaded. I don't think. Um, but mm. they knew we weren't like criminals. They just. It took a while to process us. We got out. Um, they my felony charges went to misdemeanors, mm. and I, they didn't even. They I think like the the molly wasn't even like considered because I think I don't even know like right. I must have bought some bunk crap up there because right. <laughs> I, they must have tested it or something. They didn't, or they confiscated it. Did one you of the get two. to leave Ohio? Or did you have to wait for the court case? Um, yeah, I stayed in Erie for a while just because I was home for vacation, anyways, mm-hmm. and then had to go to court. And uh, has gotta, this affected you in LA getting apartments or jobs right now? I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. Do you do so. a background check now? Will that show up? Yeah, I think so. Right, and that's okay. I mean, because. Um, what have your living situations in Los Angeles been like? Um, they've been various. I mean, I've, I lived with that girl. I was saying she knew me from back home. She's trying to be an actor. And uh, she invited me to stay with her in the Valley, and I just blew down here from Seattle mm-hmm. after I, I grabbed all my stuff, moving, grab, coming back out here to grab my money. And right. I was going to move to Seattle with living with my cousin, but him and I weren't on the best terms. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to go live with her. And I, I moved in with her. It was cool. What was the rent like? About, well, it was like under rent control, which, so we were both paying about 850 That's good. And a big two-bedroom. But I was living the in the valley. valley which How is, far is that from, say, Hollywood? Uh, from about Hollywood. 35, 40 minutes. Okay, that's horrible. Traffic. But, mm-hmm. So it's the same distance almost as where I'm at now, like Santa right. Monica. Why did you end up in Santa Monica? Why did you leave the valley? Uh, well, her and I were kind of like growing old together, kind of like it was getting old. And She uh, was just a friend? Yeah. So you guys moved out. Where'd you go? Is that, you went to Santa Monica then? Well, it gets very interesting. I moved into this living room with these two guys downtown, um, which I don't know if you know this or not, because I don't know no. if I mentioned this before. But I moved out of the valley to save money, so I moved into this living room. What were you paying there? 700 Wow. But I found out the guys were paying like... 500 each. What kind of apartment was so like 1700 for a what two bedroom? Yeah, and I was living in the living room, so it was a nightmare. And how long did that last? Dirty and three weeks because like I was kind of in a shit mood and I came home bitching one day. And the kid, (laughs) like the kid I was living with, not not my buddy because I moved in with through a friend from the movie I was on background stuff, and he um. He has this like actor guy living there, and he's a nightmare. 
total like pig and slob and totally uh, push my buttons. And I guess I pushed his, but I came in upset one night and I was bitching and he, he kicked me out. And so I knew it was like a weird. He kicked you out? Yeah, he kicked me out. Like that night, so I started sleeping. And what, he told, verbally said, get out? Yeah, he's like, get out, I don't want you here. Like, he's had bad roommates before, like, I guess he woke up once, like, to a guy choking him, living with him, and apparently that guy has, like, bipolar disorder, and I'm like, maybe it's you, buddy, maybe, <laughs> you know, because he wasn't the easiest person to live with, and I'm glad it happened, because I haven't had too many bad roommates, you know, or bad roommate situations back home, too, um, and she was, you know an angel compared to this guy. Right. So I, I couldn't wait to get out of there anyways, but I went back to sleeping in my car for like a couple nights because I had no idea what to do. Right. He didn't Where do you want park me. your car when you're going to sleep in your car? Is there like uh, a neighborhood that's better than others? <clears throat> no, I don't think any neighborhood's probably safe like to sleep in your car. Even Beverly Hills is yeah. very crime. There's a lot of crime yeah, over yeah. there. And it's I a heard, nice place to and, rob. You know? yeah, and people are like, don't sleep in your car because you're going to get, someone's going to see you and break in and think you got stuff and right. you know, rob you. I don't know. So I'm where no, did you park? Um, I parked in the neighborhood, which was like a bad part of downtown. And I had no problems. Mm-hmm. And I've slept in my car before, coming from Seattle. So right. it wasn't like anything new. It's uncomfortable, but it's What like, time of year was this? this is, oh, this was like... Just, I don't know, a few months ago. So it was hot. Three, no, it was about to be. Right. Yeah, but I mean. Right now would be a bad time to be yeah, sleeping. Now it, uh, now yeah, I it's like place, 90 so now I got a place. I sleep with the window open. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm in my car again. No, right. I. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, like, I was really struggling there for a minute and I found an Airbnb. Thank God for Airbnbs because. Um, I hooked up with um, this one that was real nice, and that they let me pay by the week almost mm-hmm. for a couple weeks. Right. While I looked for a place, and I ended up finding something in Santa Monica, which then again I post. So that, you went from sleeping in your yeah. car to living in Santa Monica. That's kind of an upgrade. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm still rich. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Wow, this guy lives in Santa Monica. Like, what? What?" movies has he been in like right like how's I'm it working out be, there for you it's good what's um, the living situation there's two guys again but they're like older mature they got their little you know, they got their thing going on and they're private and it's mm-hmm. nice because you got your privacy it's kind of not like this wacko dude like working in the living room all night long you know talking to me like Oh, wait, he would be hanging on the living room while you yeah, were sleeping there? this guy, oh I was trying to sleep in the living room, and he was on his computer from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., drinking a bottle with a King of the Hill playing in the back. And it was oh, like, my God. No, he was like an actor, but he was like... I should get him on the podcast. Yeah, you, he would never stop talking, probably. <laughs> um, he he definitely, you know, was um, a, not a rival of mine, but like maybe my nemesis. I don't know. Like, are you just planning kinda, on going back there and killing him one day? No, no. I think is let him go. I think he's got a lot of people after him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let those people you're take the care least of, of him. His problems. Yeah, exactly. So you're in Santa Monica. You're happy in Santa Monica. I am. Have you uh, booked any paying work since you moved to LA? Acting? Um, yes. The only thing worth mentioning because I got some things coming up. They're mostly like small, short films, mm-hmm. like student film stuff, just right. for my reel. Cause I'm, got it. Because I'm working on trying to get a good reel from decent cameras to show mm-hmm. my abilities and my range. 
and that's my goal in the first couple of years is just to get my reel together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. Very important. Yeah, very important. And then, um, but the biggest thing that I got paid for, which was funny, I got paid for, you know, pretty much the same amount when I did my taxes for this this background gig as I did from my restaurant gig. So it was like the same amount I made all year. Really? On both gigs, which was cool. Right. That I made That's that cool. much money on a movie. It yeah. was um, Deadwood, uh, HBO Deadwood. The West, movie they just Western. did. Yeah, they just right. did it. And they uh, needed a bunch of young, younger townspeople mm-hmm. from the show that was 12 years old. And you old. had the beard. I had the beard fully. Soil Bay beard out. It was great. And uh, they liked that. And um, I, you know, I wound up on there for two months. And it was, uh, you know, overtime a lot. So that that's what paid well. Like it was just how many background. days? You two months? Yeah, two months. So that rarely happens. Two months of work. Yeah. Wow, that's great. It was amazing. And then, uh, yeah, I'd say um, total. Cause What's I, the day rate like as an extra on some? On a right show now like it went up, but it's it was like a hundred and eight or something for the day. But then overtime, the overtime would kick in in time yeah. and a half, and um, I would be eating a lot of food I wasn't paying for from the catering. Right. <laughs> so I saved all this money. And it you was could bring like, some home too, you know. I did fill that bag oh, up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There were days where we were taking stuff home, and it was funny just because, like... You're like Ricky Gervais from Extras. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt, like, really good on that set because um, I was testing my abilities, I was meeting new people, mm-hmm. you know, I was seeing how the industry worked because I'd never been on a set. Did you get FaceTime on the show, on the phone? Yes. You saw times. yourself? Yeah, a few times. And right. I feel bad because a lot of people... I knew didn't, didn't even get seen. Well, you've actors that do scenes that and, with lines that yeah, don't. And we make all the know yeah. the background gets it's cut. Tough business. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I must be somewhat decent looking if I if I made the movie. So right. So <laughs> you identify yourself as an actor, even I, though I guess, you know. Yeah. I'm going to do something right now. I'm going to call you, and I'm just one of our viewers to mm. hear your voicemail. Okay. I called you the other day to come on the show, and when the voicemail I was like, "This guy <laughs> is in character all the time." Yep. Oh, yeah. I've been told to change it, but I don't know. I kind of right. like it still. Yeah, when, when is this from? Yeah. Here we go. Thanks for calling Sean Whaling. Leave a message after Steve. <laughs> after Callum, please record <laughs> Yeah, you're in character. So yeah. you're like, you're an actor, but you're a comedian. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm feeling like I haven't done a lot of stand-up at all since I've been here, but I did some back home, mm-hmm. and it was very... Fun, but I know how different it is, you know, right as a writer, actor, guy being up on stage, like doing a live thing. Yeah. And um, I basically, I want to be, you know, seen as a comedian. So uh, everything I, everything I put out there is pretty goofy. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really into like. For me, I open my laptop and yeah. I work on a script, a, yeah. a play, whatever I'm writing. And I write dark comedy. I try and think of things mm-hmm. like these situations that are funny. And then I close the laptop, yeah. and I'm done. And I go back to being a miserable prick until I open the laptop again. Yeah. But for you, it sounds like you're constantly in character. And you're like, yeah. is, do, do, so does, does that get exhausting, trying to be funny like 24-7? Yeah, totally. And then as soon as you get like tired and grouchy or you know, hungry and right. bitchy, then people are like, well, what the hell? You're not Sean. You're not I'm yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so I have to feel like some, That's a lot most of times I have right. to be happy, positive, which the Soil Bay video shows like yeah. that I'm a positive, happy guy. Who is and, living and I wanna, the life you want? Like what actor, what career is like, the one? 
Jim Carrey. I was just going to say and Jim I, Carrey. And I don't yeah. think anybody anymore is like those guys, like Robin Williams. And, like, there was this surge in the 90s. Right. You know, back then when all those goofy character movies came out and... I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of dry humor nowadays. Right. And I'm like, how do I? I feel like work a lot the, of those guys, though, like obviously Robin Williams and Jim. Ke- like, there's definitely a lot of depression too with comedians. Yeah. Like, and I feel it like living here all of a sudden. Like, I've never. Yeah. Felt depressed before moving to LA. It's a lonely city, man. And, and I get it's it. It's a beautiful, lonely city. Yeah. And I know, like, it's a battle between, you know, the the highs and lows of. Any job, you'd right? Pick, you know, like. Well, the thing is, we're like we're out in LA. We're trying to get to the point where we have our dream job. Yeah. You know, whereas most people settle for financial security and working yeah. their job, but we're out here trying to get our like dream yeah. job. Yeah. So with that comes a lot of pressure, and it's not easy. It's a one like mm-hmm. how many people come out here making maybe point zero one percent of the right. people that move to LA. Yeah. So do you get like anxiety about like mm-hmm. what's going to happen if I don't hit? Yeah. If I don't pop, where am I, what am I going to do in ten like five ten years? Yeah. Is that I feel worried but i'm also like super happy that i do have something because everybody in the last couple months i've met people that are like you you look like an actor or you you're gonna do it like they i meet people that i don't even know that are like they see something in me so at least i have a better feeling that like these next few years will be a struggle but it's like I know I have a craft that I could work or, like, get better at. Mm-hmm. And then it's like if I keep polishing it, like, you know, those, those guys, like, struggled at first, too. Like yeah. Jim Carrey, you know, bombing at the, you know, comedy clubs and stuff. And it's like the more I put myself out there and bomb, you know, like, the more I think the better I'll get right. at, at my thing. And it's like, I don't know. I, I want to... Um, listen to these people and like take all the advice I get and like mm-hmm. like yesterday I went on an audition for a play and I made them laugh I was doing well with the reading and then I had to sing a little bit and did a little acapella and I was a little off because I don't do like musical theater but like the guy wasn't afraid to tell me you know how I was messing it up mm-hmm. and I did change my diaphragm and belted it out a little better and did the pitch a little different he they all respected that they all said wow well you you take direction well that's great and that that's was like that's what i want to do is like yeah. uh please like everybody like that's who i am and I, if i get on a set like i'm trying to you know do the best i can and right. like mm-hmm. make people happy with what they get you know right for me the thing is you know, they say when you live in the past, you get depressed. When you live in the future, you get anxiety. Yeah. So just trying to live in the day and trying to be better, you know, right. and just keep working hard. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I can say with certainty that everyone listening is mm-hmm. wishing you the best. Oh, yeah. I um, feel like a lot of good vibes that always keep coming to me. And Yeah. I mean, you're super, you have this super likability. Um, <laughs> I think everyone listening also will be curious as to how can they watch that YouTube video. Um, they can get on... Well, I changed it recently. I think it was under just Soil Bay. If you search Soil Bay. On YouTube? On YouTube. Um, or Google, you'll see. Right. Will the Facebook video pop up? Or? Yeah, you'll see that. And Facebook, you can do it too. Um, the page on Facebook, if you wanted to go read all the comments, because they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. There's like 25,000, I think, or something. But right. uh, on Facebook, you could go to Only and Humboldt is the name of the page. Only and Humboldt. 
and it's like a meme, you know, kind of a meme page for cannabis and that's where they shared it and that's what's got all the traction. So how can people find you on social media? Uh, social media, I'm still under Soil Bay on Instagram and on S-O-I-L-B-A-E. Yep. That's the all one, one word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lastly, do people recognize you from the video? Have you had people come up to you in the street or in the, whatever you are? Um, no, I've gotten it. Well, you look different. Yeah, I do change my look now. But right. like I definitely, I've gotten, yeah, a few people to, to stop me or I've gotten people that say they know who Soil Bay is in like San Francisco or LA I've heard these like the whole right. like sometimes California is a small place I guess <laughs> it can be for such a big place yeah right alright well Sean that's all we got time for today thank all you right. so much for coming on the show oh, man thank you man that was a sustaining artist if you enjoyed today's show Please subscribe, leave us a review, and tune in next week. Thank you to Pat Shearer in our studio in New York and Daniel Erickson for capturing sound. See you guys next week.